Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Waiting on the Greyhound. That was the best intro yet. Oh, nice. I'll take that. Mm. <laughs> right, good evening and welcome to the Long Run live streaming podcast brought to you by 40 Runs. Um, firstly, thank you to our sponsors at Sketchers. Um, everyone should head over to sketchers.co.uk to check out all of their latest gear. Um, trainers, clothes, a lot, they've got everything. Um, you can also get 10% off at Start Fitness using the code 40 Runs. So people are always commenting saying they've been uh, been using that, which is great. Tonight, um, I'm joined by Hayden, Ben and Chris. And we're going to be talking about all sorts because it was a busy weekend last week and uh, and the next few weekends coming are are looking exciting too. So um, how are we all doing? Hayden, how are you doing? Yeah, really good. Really good. As you said, busy weekend last weekend, um, but real good. Just looking forward to obviously the weekend upcoming, the big one out into Chicago. So yeah, Yeah. all really good. Good. And I I went to you first because these two were obviously... uh, well, firstly, one of them is still messing around in the top corner, if anyone can't tell. And, oh, before I get to them, um, if you are commenting uh, on Facebook, please click on the link that Chris has put in there um, so that we can see your name. And if not, just please put your name so we know who we're talking to. Um, keep all the comments coming because we will get to questions as we go. We can see loads of you already, which is exciting. Um, Chris, Ben, Berlin last weekend. How was it? Go on, Ben. <laughs> Um, it was yeah, it was it was amazing. I think for me, uh, London obviously was my first marathon, and I think you focus a lot on the distance. And I I loved London, but Berlin was on another level. Um, I don't know whether that was because I was running with him for just over four hours, but we had a we had a great time. You've been paid to say that, so I'm just gonna like I'm gonna go to Chris because I can't believe anyone would say that out of choice. What? Oh, uh, evening, everyone. Um, I'm back. Firstly, uh, if you're watching this live, we want to hear from you in the chat comment section. Load us up. We want to know what you're up to, what you're doing. Forget what the title says, because tonight we're just going to talk about anything. It's going to be one of those, right, where we do the complete opposite to what the title says. We might even come back and do that another day, because I think this week is all about catching up. I haven't seen everybody for a while, obviously, apart from Ben. We'll come on to that in a minute. But we've got a big, big week coming up. We've got massive things in the club to talk about. We've got loads of things going on all over the place. So this week's one of those episodes where we're just going to catch up and talk nonsense. You may absolutely hate this episode. <laughs> you may be looking for some value. So I would recommend strongly that you wait a little bit because there'll be an advert that kicks in in a minute and we thank them. <laughs> um, and then uh, and then turn off. Or, or you can take us for your run and then join in the fun and banter as we always go through. So, yes, welcome, everybody. I've got a big shout-out to the start. Uh, at the start, please, if possible. Yeah, go on. We'll do a couple. I've got to give a shout-out to the guys at Sketchers uh, because they were kind enough to uh, take us to Berlin and, and do that. And, and, obviously, we did the big shake-out run. So, I've got to give them some mad, mad love because, 
obviously I'm a bit of an idiot and I get up to no good. So I appreciate that they support that. Um, big news is we're going back to the national running show as well in 2024. We're going to be there. We'll be on stage. We'll be smashing the life out of that. So make sure you get your tickets for that. Um, there's some other things I can't tell you about because I'll get in trouble, but uh, there's some massive things coming. You've all been warned. I've been warned, warning you all for ages. Something else is coming now because that's how big we're going to be. Make sure you get on this train now, okay? If you've not joined the club, join the club. It's free. If you're, if you're not part of everything, just get involved, okay? If you're listening to this podcast, you think, who's this idiot? Just get involved, okay? Uh, we've launched Part Run today, Extreme Part Run, Part 8, or whatever it is. Then we're all going down to Dover, and we're going to run about up and down there for a bit. And there's loads going on, so get involved, all right? This is your last warning to get involved. I've got to give a shout-out to the guys at Shoe Socks. I don't know what the code is, 4015, I think. Uh, smash the life out there because they were <laughs> how nice is this they sent me a care package for after Berlin Aww. they sent me all new new, fresh new socks um, for upcoming races because obviously I've got a big race in, uh, well next weekend I've got a big race so I've got some new socks for that uh, so that was kind enough for them and obviously the guys that start fitness don't code at UK smash the life out of the code you're welcome uh, and all that sort of stuff I do want to talk about Berlin right because there's, there's some things you need to know but I think we may need to come on to them in a minute all right. Who's doing questions, by the way? Who's looking what the, the, the people are uh, involved with today, the, the, the stuff? Because there's oh. no speed goat tonight. I, I can't – I'm embargoed. So I'm in charge of the tech, right? So someone's got to keep an eye on the questions and things. I'll keep an eye on the questions. You're doing that, are you? Yes. Well, unless you need to go off and have a break, nature's break. I'm inside, it's fine. Okay, it's fine. Yeah, he only does it outside in the trees. Right, um, carry on. I think I've revved everybody up, haven't I? Yeah. It's like you don't I'm listen like, to I'm not like one of them bull riders, yeah? I'm about to go on and get on the ball. I'm like JB Mooney about to get on the ball and ride it. That's, that's me. I'm the $7 million bull rider. That's me. That's how I feel like tonight. I'm I don't ready think to go. anyone knows who that is. And I don't think they want to know who that is either, if I'm perfectly <laughs> honest. That's me. All right, good. Um, By the way, just... I sent Hayden a TikTok today. <laughs> There's a lady on TikTok, right? If you, if you can find her, please send the links also to Hayden because he really enjoys watching them. There's a lady who plays classical instruments and she plays the theme tune to all the Hobbit songs from Lord of the Rings. I found this today on TikTok. Hayden loves getting these. So can you please tag him or send them to him on Instagram, all the Hobbit songs, because it makes him feel like he's at home. Carry on. I just I, I don't even know how to reply. What is James Finneran just put a question? How bit how many how many members? We are now the biggest running club in the UK. I am not making that up for a change. Seriously, point James, get involved now. We are genuinely the biggest running club in the UK. Yeah. Started six years ago. You're welcome. Carry on. Um right. We're actually gonna add some value for two minutes, which okay. is Hayden, extreme park run. Can we cover that? Because that's really important, and that is a great way for people to get involved in the club and in the community in a way that's kind of like we take take as many barriers down as possible. So it's not obviously park runs not a paid for race. It's it's free on a Saturday morning. So do you want to give anyone that hasn't heard a bit of an overview of what it is and what's going on in January? Yeah, sure. It was a it was a concept that was come out of one of the satellite groups um, about oh, about three years ago. Now it's after lockdown. And they had the idea, as everyone started to travel to different park runs, do a bit of tourism, they had the idea of making this a bit extreme. Instead of going to your like, local one a couple of miles away, seeing how far we can go. And started looking at all sorts of ideas going into Paris on the Eurostar. But France never started back up after COVID with park runs. Yeah. So the first, very first one we come up with was Dublin. We managed to farm flights for about 30 quid to Dublin for the morning. We flew over to Dublin, got off the plane, run to the park run, done the park run, spent the day in Dublin, and got the plane back for 30 quid. So we sort of like out of that, sort of evolved with Carolyn and Alan, this idea of like, if we can keep a cost to around about 25, 30 quid, and we can get as many people as possible to these sort of day trips, and it becomes extreme park run, rather than going to a local one. So since then, we've done, we went over to Wales and done the park run where you run across the Seven Bridge. So you go from Wales into England, back into Wales. We went up to Great Yarmouth and done the, which is known as the toughest park run in the UK. That was a great on all on the beach. We've been to Summerdale on the Curly Whirly Park Run. We're just trying to get these adventures at least two or three times a year. And as, as you pointed out, they're completely free because of the park run. All you need to do is just meet us there. If you want to get on board with the transport, that's fine. There's a cost to that. That's literally, we try and keep that always under 30 quid. 
And if you do get on the transport, it's like a fun day out with, we have all sorts going on, prizes, quizzes, bingo. It's just, it's just a way of getting a community together with something that we all love, a bit of running, a bit of park run, just a bit of fun as a community together. And we just today, as Chris said, launched the latest version, which is round six. And we are all going down to Dover. It's going to be down in Dover. It's a newest sort of park run, one of the quicker ones um, in January. It's going to be cold. It's going to be tough. But I say, when there's it literally already, I think there's about there's over 100 people signed up already. So we'll just literally go to these park runs and take over and just make loads of noise and just show everyone how awesome the club is. And it's absolutely brilliant. I love it. And I can testify because I did Isle of Wight and I did the Great Yarmouth one as well. It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. You meet new people, which is the most exciting thing about it all, that you get to meet new people um, and shows the strength and depth, obviously, of the club. But I think it just brings people from all around the country together. Um, and it's just amazing. And it's obviously cost points important, which is, you know, we're trying to reduce barriers to entry wherever we go. And I just think it's, it's just incredible. It's an amazing concept by um, Alan, Carolyn, and obviously Hayden as well. I think it's brilliant. And it just brings brings everyone together so um yeah i just i just take my hat off to all of all of them and everybody who gets like proper involved in it it's 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 cracking yeah it is amazing what i like today was one of the comments basically from some of the northerners who might struggle to get down to dover and they want to they want to take you on at some point and do two two at the same time and i'm i'm not gonna lie i reckon they'll be way more extreme than us down south because they're pretty <laughs> hardcore up there so, they are hardcore. yeah they're going to have you lot. Um, and actually, I forgot last weekend was Vitality. That feels like it was ages ago. I know. Last week was just like, honestly, I, I, it was. it's just a blur. This, You know, and then we have such a big race coming this weekend for all of us. It's uh, coming up, sorry, not this weekend, the following weekend. It's it's, it's mental, isn't it? It's, it this, the end of the year, I think, is going gonna, is gonna, to like just blur into nothingness. And I think if you're sitting there... Maybe Vitality 10K was like your your A race because it was your first 10K or it was the one you really wanted to do and you, you don't know what to do with yourself. Get planning now, guys. Seriously, there's this is the time to sort of get that, um, you know, get a piece of paper and write some ideas down, what you want to do, even for next year, for spring. You know, think about what you want to target, whether it's, you know, I want to get my 5K a little bit quick. Oh, yeah, go on in. Well, if you really want to get involved at the moment, Berlin Marathon uh, entries, lottery entries are open as we speak. Yeah, Berlin Marathon, but you can get you can get charity places for some of the half marathons if you want to get involved in them, like London Landmarks, or as I said, if you not if you if you don't just focus on on these big marathon things, but if you want to do like a you, maybe you want to count you want to start a couch to five k again because you've been injured or something like that, you know, now is the time to seriously sit back and go right, okay, that's going to take me six to twelve weeks. Start planning out now. This is, honestly is a really good time to do it because. There's so much going on in the community, so much going on in the club, so much going on on, on, on all on all fronts. Yeah. It, it, it will just motivate you. So set your goals now, set your targets for next year, whatever it is. Um, it's incredible. Yeah, but I, I know what you're saying. Berlin's open and then you obviously a load of people because someone just mentioned it in the, in the comments. Yeah, about Boston. But that's a bit um, – well, Hayden, I mean, somebody who's, who's done it is – They've changed the times of it, though. So that's yeah. That's what happens is for people that don't know. Obviously, to get into Boston, it's, it's really difficult. You basically need a time qualifier, and they set the time to different ages. So for mine, for example, the year before last was three hours twenty minutes, and depending well, on the amount of people. By the way, sorry, just to clarify, was that seventy to eighty? Seventy-five to eighty. Yeah. Thank you, sorry. <laughs> and so it was three hours twenty minutes. So basically, if they get, I think they had something like about two thousand spaces for my age category. So if 2,000 people, under 2,000 people apply and you run 319.59, you're in. But the more people that apply, they bring that time down. And this is the first year, it's a record year this year, where they've had to bring every time down in every category. By, I think it was five minutes, 20 29 seconds. seconds. Five, and that is just, that's just extending the barriers. What they've done is, which is quite a topic for discussion, actually, they've increased their charity spaces because obviously we're talking about income, which is wrong. So because they've done that, they've had to then reduce their places for the age grade qualified entry which means it's smaller field a faster field mm. it's going to be even harder to qualify how just much is it to charity place here 10 grand ten thousand and i think they charge the charity places five thousand dollars so the charity wow. pay five grand and they can sell their place for 10 grand raising five grand for their charity wow it's, it's great for the charities but puts you out of reach huh? where does it stop just... they start having 50 percent of the marathon runners being charity runners 
honestly though it just it made me think because we know a few people obviously in the in the club and the community and for those that did get in like huge huge congratulations because that is a that is some achievement right to be more than 529 under what is an already difficult and challenging qualifying time is is incredible so well deserved to all of those people um but we also know lots of people that would have qualified with the qualifying times and, and still didn't make it when they were well under as well and you almost just go is it becoming even more elitist than it than it already was and at yep. what point like for me today actually because there are we know we know a few people that have run great times and you just go hold on at what point do we go enough is enough is enough here like I know it's one of the majors I know it is huge I know it's it's kind of the pinnacle of a lot of things and and for those slightly faster runners to to get those times is such an achievement but then to not get in when you've already met that that barrier that must really sting mm. um and I just I just had this thought today where I just went hold on when do we go enough is enough right you make it hard enough it's now harder because lots of people have done it and that's at no discredit to those people that have run those times because like I said that is a huge huge achievement but then you, you put more charity places in at 10 grand a time it's like hold on why not just shove a ballot in for 10,000 places yeah I totally agree and and make it slightly more accessible to give those people that are either looking for their six star and aren't quicker runners so, so can't qualify based on time that opportunity and and just to give everyday runners an opportunity why should a marathon one of the world majors only be for the faster people well, it's it, just it defense, really jars with me on a personal level because i just go it's just not fair that's not right it's not fair i i i get the people who who you know run those times and all that sort of stuff and i do think some of this right is because of the pandemic because a lot of people got into running yeah. you know and maybe they were oh, i don't know they were athletes in in another sport right so they carried that into running because running was the big thing during the pandemic and that's followed through and all that kind of thing so i think that is one of one of the the reasons for all this sort of stuff going on but i do think uh, you know i just do find the whole thing and i'm going to get crucified i do find the whole thing rather elitist and rather yeah and and, ra and i just think you know it, it should be it's a world major and i appreciate that it's it's meant to be at the top and you're going to have the top elite runners there and all that sort of stuff but you know london marathon are able to offer it out you know so berlin are able to offer it out why not just try and include some... Yeah, I know what you're saying. Just so give a little bit of perspective on that. I belong to like these world major groups. You see the discussions. The hardest marathon that a lot of people, especially Americans, really, really go on about and whinge all the time about is getting into London. For them, London, they, they yeah. end up doing their five stars and London for them is the one that they can't get into. If you're from abroad, you can't run a grade age qualifying time to get into London. You get a charity place if you're abroad. Um, I think they're limited. Mm. Yeah. It's a feeling, but it's very hard for people to get into London. Whereas us guys here, yeah, almost true. there is a way into London if we really want to, if it is a charity. Mm. Whereas the guys in Boston, I think they have ways, certain ways they can get into Boston. So I think it's looking at both perspectives. Yeah, true. Different. I think they should open the whole thing up. I think the whole thing is rather elitist. I appreciate that it's meant to be the pinnacle of uh, endurance based running in certain people's eyes, right? I know there's a lot of other things, UTMB and stuff. But I think um, in terms of the world major, I just think it, like everything, it's it's all yeah it's, it's just way too commercial and it's just, it's just Aaron, here's a question do you think do you either think they should or they will don't know take it how you want answer it um change the qualifying time so obviously this year they had record number of people applying and i think the times are they're not as fast as actually berlin and new york to qualify i don't think and even tokyo no. possibly um so i think those are quicker to qualify you've got to be quicker so do you think they'll make the qualifying time quicker or do you think they should make it quicker to balance out at least people not feeling disappointed when they've hit the hit the target, gone beyond the target, and then you're still knocked back? Yeah, well, I think I think he's hit the hit now on the head. That's exactly what they're going to have to do. Otherwise, each year, that five minutes, 14, whatever, that's going to creep and creep. At the end of the day, we have to accept as well that as human nature, we are getting faster, better training techniques, better footwear. Mm -hmm. These things are making us run faster. So them time limits, they're going to have to go up. Otherwise, as you said, you're going to have people every year, not moaning, it's the wrong word, but like upset, down about it. Whereas if they knew already right now, there's somebody in our community, her name's Nettie, and she won't mind me saying this. She was 11 seconds outside. She runs just over five minutes, five minutes, 20 inside Boston qualifying time. Almost, she was quite confident, thinking I'm going to get there. She was 11 seconds, she missed it by. And that is one hell of an effort she put in to get there. And you just think, she's so disappointed. Whereas if she would have known 
but the qualifying time, like next year, is five minutes faster. She would have known she probably wouldn't have got in because she was too tight on it. So I think they're going to have to do that. I think you're right. Yeah. And I think there's no there's no taking away from people's disappointment, right? Because it will be heartbreaking and, and heart wrenching for them. But I really do hope that anyone that didn't get in and they qualified knows that this is a numbers game and it's not down to their ability or their hard work or their commitment and, and how they've run and the training and the commitment they've given to get there because it is hard work and people give 16, 18 weeks, whatever it is, of giving up stuff and, and really, really... But there's more to marathons, people. This is yeah. the thing. Yeah. You're all sitting there getting everyone depressed. No, you're not. Running these bleeding world majors, right? I know I'm sitting here pot kettle in a, bleed, in a Berlin <laughs> marathon top getting all excited, right? But I do get annoyed about everybody keep talking about bleeding marathons. Just go out and run. Just go and have fun. Just go and run for your mental health. Just take your watch off. Go and, you know, do a bit of exercise, whatever it is. If you can get out and run, just do whatever you want to do. Forget about these marathons and these big events. Who gives a two hoops about it? Just go and do a run-through event local to you and just, you know, go, go down a park run. It's free. Just go and do that and focus on that and don't get hit up with all this. This we get sucked into all this nonsense because of people like me, or idiots like me on YouTube and all these other things. I'm glad you said it. Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> but it's, it is complete madness. It's just complete madness. Just everybody stop talking about marathons and just go out and run. That's it. You've been told. What's everyone, doing, what's everyone doing next week? Oh, yeah, by the way, I'm busy. I'm in control. <laughs> 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 no, honestly, look, I'm just saying, right? You've got to be, I think you've got to temper all this sort of stuff, right? I think for 90% of the people in, in the world, yeah. or even higher, this is this conversation is totally irrelevant. Yeah. Right. And I appreciated the same thing that everybody today or yesterday is disappointed because they worked their butts off to get a qualifying time. They got told different, right? I get all that. But honestly, just, just go out and run. And if you run quick enough, you end up in a marathon. Great. If you don't, sod it. You know, at least you're doing something, you know, for your mental health and your fitness. Don't. So just crack on, I think. That's the way. And more importantly, you know, I think what we should be what we should be praising is the ability of certain members of this team to take nature into their bosom <laughs> and use nature as their toilet. Right. I want to know what this is about. Come on. If you're going to put a name like that up, then you've got to I share the story should... with, the, with our listeners because everyone now wants to know. I, I think we should probably wait because there's a cracking video coming out on Sunday. And <laughs> I had to edit some of it because I thought I might get told off for this. Do we? Do I tell them, Ben? I mean, you said you were going. You were going to. Yeah, I did say I was going to say. So, um, if anyone's done, look, I, I'm now, now going to completely. Talk about we want Ben's version of the truth or your version? No, always my version is best. Or Ben, you're going to give. You're going to give. Your, I'll tell you what. Let's listen to Ben and then I'll tell the truth. I mean, are you going to interrupt me as I tell the story? Yeah, I've got ADHD. Of course I'm going to Carry on. Okay, so basically, we were walking up towards the pens. Um, we got pretty much ready to go on in, into the starting pen. And I had I needed to go to the toilet, as you do, right? Exactly, as Barbara said. If nature calls, go for it. So there were about eight portaloos there. But there was this massive queue and we couldn't really work out what was going on. I was like, it's fine, I'll queue. We got about five minutes before the start and someone who won't be named had said about three or four times to me every minute, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> Most impatient man in the world. <laughs> if, if you've seen Friends, there's that scene where, who is it? Chandler or Joey is there going, do it, do it, do it. Literally, that was Chris. No, that was the cameraman who did that. <laughs> so I there were loads of trees and woods around so I was at one with nature right now the real story so we're walking <laughs> no, down I have to say I think Berlin Marathon is terrible in terms of organisation I thought it was absolutely shocking really? how badly organised yeah. considering the Germans do usually a very good efficient job and I have to commend them on the train from Hamburg to Berlin but it was absolutely well no what's the best a chaos is the best way to describe yeah. it when you when you go through no there was no signs no nothing right it was complete and utter chaos right i have to, again london marathon events well done because you do a cracking job at greenwich park right this was this was the worst um marathon in terms of organization i've ever been to and you you went for about a five hour walk to the start and there was no signs there was no toilets 
There was nothing. All you kept doing was seeing people, mainly men, and their rear ends in the sky doing number twos. And I'm literally just saying, you're walking down this path and there's people to the left, people to the right of you, pooing everywhere. There was no, with no worries about it. Just, oh, I'll go there, looks like a tree. Bosh, have some of that. Bosh, have some of that. There was literally filling up, right? And all you could smell was feces. What? And as you got closer and closer, more people were going. And it was, and then they, they sort of took you to the left-hand side to get you down to the where where we thought was the start. As we're walking down there, everyone's peeling off. Another number two, another number two. Filling up the forest with human feces. And we got down to this this thing, and there was like five toilets. There was no direction about how to get to into your pen, by the way. There was just, you saw the start. There was five portaloos. There's everybody weeing up against the portaloos and everybody pooing next to the portaloos. And then there's people going through the forest, treading on people's poo, by the way, because there was a geezer in front of me with his Alpha Fly 2. He had a oh. massive turd stuck <laughs> to the uh, Zoom X on the bottom of his uh, Alpha Fly 2. And then he realised just before he started, me and Ben wet ourselves because he saw that. And then there's everybody just, everyone's pooing, weeing, ever, climbing over the barriers to try and get in. It was complete and utter carnage. So disorganised, so badly managed. There was no marshals apart from one geezer, bless him, who was trying to keep people out of the pen. But everyone's just climbing over every, anyway. It was total and utter madness. Yeah. And, and then, more importantly, Ben took a number two in the uh, post. <laughs> And it really was. To sign up for this race, you've just put me and probably everyone else off because it's. Uh, uh, ben, was, that, uh, was that true? It absolutely is true. Like it was, we, you go in and it was like pen A, B, and C. There's no one checking anything. So people walking around like with wave F and stuff like that. So there was just so many people. You didn't know that the queue that was by the toilets was waiting to get down into no, actually the waiting to get pen. into the starting pen. But it looked like they were queuing for the toilet. But everyone was like, oh, I can't bother to wait for that. So what I'll do is I'll just wee up against the toilet. Or I might just do a dump against the toilet, which is one guy was doing, which was brilliant. And it's the disgusting. smell, the smell was absolutely disgusting. And you and know that you was... go into a portalo at the start, you know, usually you open it up and, and you think actually the portalo smelt better than the forest. That's how bad it was. But, um, Hayden, was it like this last year when you were there? Honestly, this just sounds like we're just on complete different worlds or different planets. It was <laughs> absolutely nothing like this whatsoever. Not that I'm doubting his story or not that he's hyping it up to get people to watch his video. Nothing <laughs> like that at all. I just, no, honestly, I never saw any of this. Any kind. It was quite. Yeah, but, but remember, you are very, very, very short and very small. Does that mean I'd be in more trouble? I'd be in more <laughs> trouble, wouldn't I? You wouldn't have seen. You, all you'd have seen is like people's like hand, like bags and stuff. You wouldn't have seen anything. Like and their knees. And the trees would have felt like massive to you. Massive something. Well, no, it's just probably a little bit. No, too obviously, we didn't. I didn't see. I didn't. You I didn't have seen any, any, of any, of it, any of it at all. I must be honest. So anyway, anyway, that was that. That was the Berlin Marathon for the first bit. So I will give the Berlin Marathon. Sorry, one one little bit of like not so much Berlin, but everyone seems to compare it like you just were with London at the start. The thing with London is London starts from different locations. What, four different start locations. whole idea of Berlin, which makes it a little bit special and Great North Run, is that you all start on that same start line. So at Great North Run, when you turn around, we was all in that pen a couple of weeks ago, yeah. and you turn around and you see behind you, that's getting everyone in that long rhyme. So that, that, that's why it's a little bit more difficult. Whereas at London, they've got it a bit easier, where everyone starts in different locations and they meet up further on the course. So I've got to give Berlin a little bit of, you know, a little bit of leeway for that, because it is tough to get everyone, to get 40, 50,000 people lined up in one line to go all the way along. That's a tough job, but if you're telling me what you just told me of that scenario, yeah, obviously that is that's disgusting. Then A, B, and C, that's where it, that's where the poo action was going on. That's the elite. Make sure the elite. you don't go in wave A, B, or C to avoid the poo action. <laughs> Other than that, though, I have to say it it was an amazing, like an absolutely amazing experience. The race was an amazing experience. I'm not talking pre-race. Um, it, yeah, it, it was fantastic, and it it didn't dampen anything. You know, it's one of those things. You 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 just kind of get on with it. Once we got into the starting pen, we got down there. I think what five minutes, couple of minutes before the start, saw you know the elites being announced and stuff. It it, it didn't dampen it. At what, all. Was the, um, what was the support on course like? Brilliant. 
Was it? Busy? Yeah, I go row back a bit, right? Because I have to say, like Ben, right? Once you got actually into the pen and you waded through the, the, the um, male and female feces and got actually into the pen, it was absolutely incredible. It was, it, honestly, it was worth wading through that, <laughs> yeah, to, to get into that start because it felt, London's, London's buzzing, right? But the atmosphere in that pen was was better than London. I think like Hayden said, because everybody's together, everybody's behind you. It did remind me of the Great North Run, but there was like a maybe because Kipchoge was there, there was it was just like on another level. And when it went off, it was just and that and that that uh adrenaline carried you literally the whole way. And we was just like 16 miles. We're like, oh we're at 16 miles. How the hell do we get here so quick? It was unbelievable. The only complaint um, and I wasn't complaining, by the way, about all that um, toilet issues at the start. I just think it was quite amusing. Um, but I think the only complaint, if I had a complaint about Berlin Marathon, is what Marissa was saying about the cups. Because, unfortunately, I don't know whether it's the Europeans, and I'm not I'm not yeah, settling, singling people out here, but people are running along, and I, I don't know whether they've just got no brains, but they just drop their cup in the middle of... Why would you just drop a cup? Why not just put it over to the side or in one of the bins that says like put it like where to put it? Mm-hmm. They were literally just running along and dropping a cup in the middle of the lane. So then everybody has to go over that cup. And I don't get why. I mean, it's I saw one guy, right? He was in front of me and he's taking his drink really carefully. And he so carefully placed it on the floor. He spent more effort putting <laughs> it on the floor. Why not just go over to the left hand side, which was maybe a meter away, and put it down over there? And I and I and I truly believe what Marissa was saying. The the guys and girls further back, right, would have had an absolute shocker with those cups because it yeah. there were it was bleeding dangerous at some points. It would, there were so many when we went through and we was near the start. So God only knows what those guys had to part with. It's yeah. just a plastic plastic cups, by yeah. the way. Yeah, and make you laugh, right? Eco friendly. Want to try and be sustainable and all this? Oh, you can't bring plastic in here. You can't bring plastic in there. Stop me as I come through. Oh, you can't bring your plastic in here, mate. And then they're putting all that plastic on the floor. Makes no, it makes no sense to me whatsoever. But I just feel for the people who are further behind because that, like Marissa brought up, that would have been really disappointing. I mean, again, but that didn't stop me having the best marathon I've ever had with Ben. We had the best time, like ever. We was just running along, singing, dancing, having selfies with the policeman who just thought, What's going on here? And we we had the best. We literally had the best time ever. And I would recommend it to everybody. I just we just had so much fun. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, in, the, in the comments. Patterns and, and running should be, all be about is, yeah. you know, if you want to go for your time, yeah, I appreciate that. But. We, we had such a blast. We, we, we must have, we, in the we, comments, it says, Chris asked my husband for a kiss. I'm guessing this is Helen. Yeah, no, I did. Helen dived in at like 3,000 miles an hour. <laughs> and then, and I, and I, and I think, because we was talking the whole way, because we knew Helen was in D, and we was like, has she passed us? Hasn't she passed us? And obviously, Helen's quick, right? So we, and um, Ben kept me company because I hobbled around. And we was just expecting, and all of a sudden, she went straight across us, dived in and gave um, her husband a kiss. So then I turned around and said, "What about me? Do I get a kiss?" And and he looked. And I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant, brilliant. They didn't, but they didn't. That's the only thing with the Germans. I don't think they understand the Cockney accent. No, because no. when I was going in for the water, they 
they really didn't get it either, did they, Ben? Really? No, they were just they were just looking at you. But um, yeah, Sabrina, to your point, in terms of support, I think what I really whilst the crowds probably weren't in in parts not necessarily as deep as london and stuff like that i think you know we had we had cheer squad with us um so massive shout out to tracy and, and alan for for that and everyone else who was there supporting but they'd kind of picked points that they were gonna find us at yeah and and we absolutely did and i think at 37k i'd said to chris all oh, right they're going to be on the right hand side and we we were just keeping an eye out and just saw the pink 40 flag oh. you see like the pictures and stuff and just kind of ran into their arms and, and actually it was quite funny because we we would get a picture and they suddenly pulled pushed back because i think the crowds had just pushed so far forward they were they were on the uh on the blue line at that point but the crowds were epic and tracy yeah. at the end she got she'd she messaged me. So part of I had my phone out because I was just checking in on, on where Tracy was going to be. No, he wasn't. Said, he was on Instagram the whole way. Yeah, I was, I was getting everyone to experience the pain that I was um, going through. Um, but she'd said, oh, I'm I'm by Brandenburg Gate. We were like, oh, amazing. Yeah. Not realising that she was on the other side of it. So we'd run through the gate and just got some really epic pictures where Tracy was so, so amazing at the start line. That you just there. wouldn't get in London, would you? It yeah, was, yeah. We was waiting for it. We was waiting... Because I'd started walking then, because I was, uh, I said to Ben, I was in pain, whatever, right? But I said to Ben, I, I'm just going to do, I'm just going to start walking. I said, but when we got, we've got to get going again, because when we turn that corner, we're going to see it. And we was, we kept going, and we just kept running in the end, because we was expecting to see it. And then all of a sudden, you turned, and then you saw the Brandenburg, and it was just like, this is, this is epic. I mean, this is, this is phenomenal to yeah. see that. And it was just a, such an amazing feeling, because when you, it was almost like. You, when you come through the Brandenburg, it was loud, but when you came through the Brandenburg Gate, it was like someone opened the doors and you walked into a stadium and wow. all your friends were in there. Does that does that make any sense? Yeah, yeah. And, and it, you can't help, unless, I mean, you're absolutely blown out of your rear end. But we, <laughs> shock, we stopped and had a selfie. But you can't help but smile when you walk through that. Yeah. And and, and it's it's a similar sort of thing to Great North Run. You, you dive down into South Shields and there's like, you know, hundreds of of your of your mates down there, basically like carrying you through. But it was literally like someone had opened the doors into a stadium full of your friends when you walked, when you came through. When we ran, we was running at that point, Ben. When we came through the Brandenburg Gates, it was unbelievable. It really was, and and that's the thing, right? I, I and you know, I said about the marathons, blah blah blah. But if there is one that you ever decide to do, right? Honestly, sack off London because that finish was immense yeah. it wow. really really was to go down that final stretch obviously i've not done the, the other world majors we're going to get a couple in the next couple of weeks but it's going to be i, I don't know whether <laughs> i think that's going to be hard to top london's incredible tower bridge is incredible cutty sark's incredible but the start because they go all corporate down there and and they want all their you know mates oh yeah give us a 10 grand i'll get you at the start and all this business right it kind of loses a bit of that I think you see Buckingham Palace and you come out of Birdcage is probably louder than the finish at London. But because it was aligned with people, it was unbelievable. Yeah. Well, really do you know was. what? It sounds like everyone from the UK or London had gone to Berlin for the weekend because Vitality 10K, hey, I don't know if you agree with me, was the quietest roads I've ever seen at a London race. Oh, yeah, it wasn't, it was, just, it wasn't just a road that were quiet. I found the actual race. Cool. I, mean, I was, yeah, I was in one of the front pens, but I must be honest, found that there was times I was running, it was like, there was just no one else even around. It was, it was really quiet. Why, really quiet. Tell you why, because it's at the wrong time of the year. Yeah, good, good call. That race is traditionally been in May, right? Yeah. If, if you're listening to this in Peru, Mongolia, you know, we're the we're biggest running podcast in those countries. It's a race that traditionally takes place in London in May and the bank holiday, we get a bank holiday over here. And it's always traditionally taken place in May. I don't know whatever reason, whether it's money or whatever, right? A London marathon events um, is too close to Brighton. I ain't got a clue. No, well, it moved this year because of the King's coronation. There we go. Right. Okay. So a good reason. I just hope that that returns back to May next year because it, it seems to get more support where yeah. it's been in May. I really enjoy that race. I really enjoy it. It's always a good run. It's always a good course. Uh, we had a great time the other year. We took the kids up there on the Sunday, did the mile. It's a fantastically well-organised event. I know they had problems this year. Okay, right. No, no, no. You in, in, in awful for this. Yeah, I know that. But before yeah. that, this year, it's been impeccable. To be honest with you, it really has. Bag drops, 
been questionable, but overall, the whole experience, the volunteers, everything were amazing at that event. But this year, I don't know. I just, I, I, I can understand what you're saying. Um, I just, yeah, someone's just said date again is in September 2024. I just don't see the point of having it in, in September. I think it must be down to having them now having Brighton and yeah. London in April and they can't physically manage it. Or I don't know, maybe that's what yeah. it is. Disappointing yeah. that. As in, don't get me wrong, the course was great. It was a good run. And our volunteers at the end were bloody brilliant. And you, mm. you came through the finish, you kind of got your medal and walked along. And they were there with open arms and just warmth and love and kindness and not just for people with a 40 top on but for everyone you could see marissa just beaming jatilla screaming yeah. at people like mel there <laughs> fishing out t-shirts to make sure everyone had something you know when you just like yeah mark stone all of them were were out in full force which was which was lovely so huge huge shout out to them because those guys were up early and then etc given and that's, and that's you know what we were saying about you know don't just forget about these marathons because you could it might be an idea to target like vitality next year and have a go at a 10k you know if you listen to this and you you know you just trot about and you know you, you're just doing catch the 5k or whatever you're just getting into it or whatever but maybe target one of those big ones because asics is usually a good one as well yeah. yeah that takes place in july it's hot so be be aware of that but those those um you know, bigger 10Ks. I, I want to know what sort of other 10Ks there are around the country. Um, I know, obviously, there's, there's some big ones. You've got the, the ones up in Leeds, um, the Leeds 10K. Uh, you've got, obviously, Bladen, which is not 10K, but you've got the Bladen races, which was just an unbelievable experience. But what other sort of big 10Ks are there? Because I'd like to, I think I'd, I'd like to get out and try some of them next year, if possible. I, I'd be interested to like know. There is one in Brighton as well. I feel yeah. like they're everywhere. There are Brighton 10K, there's Manchester 10K. Manchester 10K, I'd like to try. Yeah, I feel all the big ones sort of get that. Can I just, just before we go off Berlin, I just, and I know Monday nights, obviously, it's bite size where Chris, you talk about all things tech and that. I feel it's the right forum here. Just for a couple of minutes, can you just give me your honest opinion? Because I was just shocked when I read it because I wasn't quite aware. About the woman's winner in the Berlin Marathon and the Adi Zero, the Adidas Pro Evo, the shoes. Can you just give me your honest opinion of what you think about them? And just tell people what they are doing for people and how much they cost and how ridiculous it is. <laughs> well, firstly, I'm going to counter that. I didn't run a world record, but I ran the 26.2 miles in a pair of Go Ride 11s. <laughs> shoes on earth. <laughs> All right, so that just tells you a lot of this trainer stuff is complete nonsense. Because I trotted about in a very comfortable pair of sketches, Go Ride 11s, and they were an absolute joy. Okay. You can buy them for whatever, 100 quid, 130 quid, and they were lovely. All right. So I'm just putting that out there because I, I think that yeah. deserves a big shout out because I proved again that the everyday runner doesn't need carbon plated racing free grand shoes. Okay. I trotted about. We was on for 357 till I said to Spen, What are we doing this for? Why don't we just stop? And Start muck about. That wasn't quite what he said, by the way. No, I said my bum's hurting. But anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, so my point is is you don't need all these flashy shoes. But yes, in terms of that, I think firstly, that lady who we met in the uh into whatever hotel, we met all the elites, they loved it when I went in there. Um, I think she's incredible, and I think that's an amazing achievement what she's yeah. done. And I think to smash the world record in that amount of time that she did. Everybody took note, and I think it's, it should be commended the fact that she put women's running again at the yeah. fourth, at the front yeah. of the conversation, even though it's Kipchoge's this and that. I just think that was a powerful statement that she kicked butt then, right? Yeah. In terms of the shoes, I actually saw the shoes when we was there, and they look all right. But I just think the whole thing. I get why it's, I get why they've had to do it because of they have to produce so many, you know, legalities and all this sort of stuff, right? So, you know, to, so it conforms with all the different regulations and all this sort of stuff. I get why it's on sale, but it's absolutely pointless. Um, I admire the fact that they've gone to that extent to create something. It's like when Kipchoge, uh, years and years ago, with, with the shoes that they gave him, I think it's it, anything like that technology-wise, I think should be applauded. Innovation should be applauded. But for normal people, it's totally irrelevant. It's like, you know, you just don't need half the shoes that are out there that, that nobody should be spending 200 pounds on a running on a pair of running shoes. Really, you shouldn't. It's just absolutely pointless. Pick up a couple of years ago or a pair of go ride 11s and you'll still plod about. Honestly, you don't. I just think the whole thing is it's barking mad. But that said, I admire the innovation. I think um, 
Adidas, Nike, all these brands, you know, they do, they're doing incredible things in terms of technology. And hopefully, like, you know, like, I know it sounds like Mercedes, you know, like all that technology they're putting those, like, really expensive cars filters down. They do it with the Prime X2 uh, Strung, which is 250 quid. The technology on there, most of it's illegal, but it will filter down into your road-based shoes. You can see it now, even with, like, the um, uh, Boston uh, Boston 12s, you know, it's the technology in there with the energy that you watch and all that sort of stuff. It's all filtering down into the into your road going shoes for which you can pick up for for you know now you can pick some of those shoes for well under a hundred pounds which i think is good because it gives people who may not be able to afford those super shoes an opportunity to try some of that but single use single use shoe for one race yeah but the thing is hayden it's it's you've got to kind of take put that one side they have to produce so many to make them you know, uh, in terms of the com- the regulations and things like that, I think they have to do a certain thing. And and uh, you know, I, and when you're when you're making a shoe, and that shoe was made specifically to run a world marathon record time. Yeah, so uh, you can kind of understand. I'm not justifying anyway. I'm telling you that I think it's madness, but I can understand why they've done it because that shoe was built with one sole aim, which was to break a record, which it did. It did. Yeah, yeah. yeah? So. I think that's where it should be commended. The fact that they're selling it for 400 quid is, uh, but it's our own fault because there are idiots who pay 400 pounds for the shoe. So if you, if you've got more money than cents, crack on. I mean, there are bigger idiots paying over a grand for him on eBay, but enough said about that. Um, People actually just quickly, there are a couple of, there've been a couple of trainer comments coming through Mm. guys, please head over to Monday night on bite size with Chris. It will answer all of your trainer kit all of those questions there um, to get them in over on a Monday. We could talk about Go Ride 11s all night. Can I just say, I've, I've done all of my Chicago training in them. They are brilliant. People that want an everyday shoe, no word of a lie. They have been incredible. Trusted shoes. Right. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna switch attention quickly because we, Gary, we're not talking about winter running or anything tonight. I, told, I said that at the start. I've completely overridden. We will talk about it like that that subject but i thought you know what tonight we're just going to hang out and talk nonsense um so sorry gary come come back in a couple of weeks uh, next week's a recorded special because we're all in chicago so next week is a, is a next week's a recorded special for anybody turning live we won't be here because all the team other than wilco's is in um angetillo's in chicago um so just bear that in mind next week we're not live but i'm live on monday and i'll i'm not 100 sure if i'll be live on the monday after it depends on certain <laughs> things so um yeah so we but we will pick up this subject that we said we talk about some other point so look let's turn our attention to chicago because we won't be in touch with the viewers yeah. i will on i will on this monday uh because i don't have to travel um that early so when um what's our expect so hayden in terms of expectations for you for chicago are you fun running it running the time just going to get uh, a bobble hat what's the situation you find all that way just to get a silly hat what are you doing um i'd go with all three <laughs> i said combat i've actually really really messed up everything this time about it i, I originally i was going to really go out for chicago and go for a good time i feel like i've got unfinished business from last year i had a bit of a nightmare in the last six miles so i was originally going to go out for a good time but the plan just didn't start on time. I had a few niggles. I went on holiday. So basically, I thought to myself, right, I'm going to make New York my time. Holiday again. Sorry, holiday again. Again, holiday again. Yeah, sorry about that bit. <laughs> but I basically then turned to thinking New York's going to be my main target. But then you start looking at New York and realise that it's a bloody hard marathon. It's not really one you want as a target. So I'm sort of left in limbo, whereas I think maybe Chicago's going to be just a long run on the Sunday. Then I think to myself, if I feel good, should I go for a little bit? I don't want to get injured for New York. I, basically, to answer the question, I haven't got an absolute clue what I'm going to do. I'm just going to go out there, see what happens. It'll be good. We'll have a good time. Abin? <laughs> <laughs> rubbish, honestly. <laughs> honestly. This guy, you know, there's a lot of people who don't even realise these stupid little indie innuendos. This guy thinks that it really gets to me he is winding me up. He won't tell me if he's running Chicago next week. Look, look, look how agitated he is. The little <laughs> hobbit really getting annoyed. It's because he hasn't got his, he's got his, put his little ring on now. Look, this is really, <laughs> I, I was asking Admin, not you. Admin, what are you, what are your expectations? Obviously, we, we don't want to build it up too much. Right? We don't want to tell the people exactly what you're going for. 
she's going for 345. Oh, no. uh, we don't Woo! we don't want to build it up too much. <laughs> are you are you ready for this world record attempt with your 400 pound shoes which you bought? <laughs> Firstly, I definitely don't have them 400 pound shoes. Um I think that's Gemma Pedler that's commented saying you know what you need to do. I'll try Gemma. Um I've had look, let's be honest, I've had a decent training block Best for the ever. first time. You're welcome. Been consistent. Um I've got the miles in and I've I feel like I've worked hard. I'll be honest. I feel yeah. like I've I've worked hard, I've done the long runs and I've I felt all right. Um it's been hard at times, don't get me wrong, but um so let's see. First and foremost, look, we're going to the other side of the world. I've not done I've been to Edinburgh to run, but that doesn't really count because we're on a train or plane train, I can't remember now. Both. No, we beat you on the train. Oh god, let's not go into that again. Um I'm going to the other side of the world pretty much for the first time to run. So this is whole new territory for me. And I think I don't take it lightly having watched what happened to Toby in Tokyo and, and speaking to Hayden Yu and Lou and everyone else that says, right, it's given some amazing to stop laughing. I can't help. I just whenever someone says to Toby and Tokyo, I just remember the picture of him absolutely ruined sixteen miles walking. I'm sorry. <laughs> he um, went to the other side of the world for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> so hard. Oh, God. It's supposed stop Honestly, it carry on um so look the aim is to get out there be safe get home in one piece and what happens will happen um i've trained hard i've trained well you have trained hard i've got to give her credit right she has trained proper this time uh i pulled her coach who wrote the oh it's me and uh, but i said i've been serious here credit where credit's due like ben she's worked her socks off uh this time around so she's in the best shape i've ever seen her so fair play to her done everything right you know she's she's run quicker in training than she's needed to she's done a lot of uh longer miles with toby obviously because he's got a big race coming up so all that sort of stuff she's really pulled pulled her finger out like ben worked his butt off getting credit for him he finished oh, yeah. berlin with me <laughs> like he's done part run it was absolutely embarrassing how much he had left in him when he feel when he finished he's probably 50% used up. So I'm excited to see. I'm also got to give a shout out to the to the fans favorite Simon who yeah. Mr. Ratings himself because he's also done a cracking job in his training. Whatever comes in terms of result or whatever, I think you can only look back at how well you did your training and go, you know what? That's a fair result on, on you know, some days it's not going to be your day, right? Just put that to one side. But in general, these guys, I've seen them obviously firsthand how well they've trained speed goat as well how well they've trained for sunday it's 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 incredible um what they've done this time around so i've got i've got to commend them all because it's annoying but they have actually really really worked um really worked well actually yeah. what about your plan how's your plan gone towards chicago <laughs> I, I can't believe that my body's going to hold up to all what's coming in terms me of being major. <laughs> what me neither it, it, uh, it's just I don't know. It, it's it's hard. It's really really hard. We've got big races coming up. That's all I can say. I'm embargoed. I am embargoed. It's true. So yeah, no, I'm, you are embargoed. But I am embargoed. You can talk about yourself if you want. No, because I'll get into trouble. I've just thought about that, and you're trying to stitch me up there because I know that I'll get in trouble if I talk. Because then if I start talking, then I won't be able to control what I say, and then. Yeah, Ben, help maybe, me. Maybe we should ask Ben how he's feeling. Yeah. Come on. Ben, get uh, me out of jail. <laughs> so I, I did feel really bad when we finished Berlin with someone broken next to me in pain and on a scale of, you were, on a scale of one to ten. No, I'm were. just shocked that you you, you just, you, like, you, you start amusing. <laughs> I, I mean, I've got a disc problem in my lower back. I mean, you went... You went all the way to Berlin to walk, right? Like, <laughs> I did, yeah, I've got, I've got 23 miles. I thought, so this, I'm going to walk the rest. I am, no, genuinely, I'm joking. That was, that was it, it was great. And I, and I did love it. It was so nice feeling it. I decided before we started that it was going to be a long run for me. Chicago is my A race. But like you, Sabrina, there is a time difference. We've got the travel, you know, Berlin's an hour away, an hour and an hour and a half. And there's now one hour, 30 minutes on the plane. 
absolutely even with tracy corrupting me and trying to you know take me out and about in berlin i did get back in time chicago is my a race my aim is i would love to break three and a half i'll put that out there but on the day you just don't know what's going to happen and as long as as long as i get across the finish line safely then i will be i'll be happy i'll be over the moon with three like sub three and a half but there's time, you know, there'll be a, there'll be time for that next year if I if I don't. And as long as I come home with a bobble hat too. Yes. Mm, me too. The boy's in good form. The boy's in good form. And you 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 feel all right after Sunday, all seriousness? I do. I do. Yeah, that was the aim. That was I genuinely when I when I when I started getting I, I'm not making this up. I, I I think it was 18 miles when I went, oh sh- that word. I, could, I really got like a massive shot shooting pains down like someone stuck a knife in me and then I just said to him you've got to be a bit careful here and then I was thinking to myself actually I've got more also I've got to make sure that he's not in a position where he's at risk for because it, it's important you know it's important to me that he does well in Chicago and and he done Berlin and he carried me for those miles so at least I could do is make sure he got got over the line and he felt great and, and, he, and he did so that was I think the policeman probably at mile 23 helped quite a lot with that um yes he's nodding um <laughs> <laughs> there were more policemen than water stopped so yeah one of the things wasn't worrying is it by the end of it he was counting the policemen that's how that's how tuned out he was apart from being on instagram and filming me in agony he was then counting how many policemen he could see which is just oh you've got all this put up with uh hayden because he's running with you in chicago yeah. we've had me. oh i can't say that uh, he's running with you in Chicago because that's at the speed that obviously you're going. Yeah, that's fantastic. on the thing I absolutely love about Ben, actually, I think it's do you know what? When it comes to marathon running, it's quite a big thing. People have got confidence, and you've just come out and said you put it out there. You're going. You'd like to go sub three thirty or around that sort of mark. I absolutely love people yeah. who do that. You, you have so many people, myself included. Uh, maybe even admin's a little bit more reserved about it. she knows what she's got there. We're not going to come out of time and say, I'm going to do this. But people that do it, honestly, that confidence, that works. And that gives you a bit of a boost. And oh, funny enough, with Chicago, I messaged Helen um, a couple of days before she went out there and said to her, how are you feeling about Berlin? Are you going for it? And she messaged back, absolutely, go big or go home. I'm not going there for fun. And yeah. she said, I what she was going for. And she bloody hell, oh, God, she got it. But it's like, I think that confidence, and honestly, yeah. babe, keep that confidence in you. And yeah. you should have the confidence. You deserve it for what you've gone through your training plan. That will see you through, definitely. I think it's a massive tip to take it into whatever you do. It's like when we even it sounds funny, even when Ben and I went down to South End and we said we're going to run a five k PB tonight. Today yeah. we, we're going to do this, and we did. We, we you've got to own it. You've got to have a strategy. Uh, I've got to give a shout out to Bam Bam. He's running Loch Ness on Sunday, and Ooh. had a convo with him. And I just said to him, you know, what's your strategy? And he, he was on point. I know exactly what I'm doing. Bang, 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 bang. Uh, and I think you've got to own what you're going to do. I, you know. I knew that I was going to run slow and I knew that and I owned it before I went even across the start line. I said to Ben, this is what I'm going to do today. We're going to run 9.05 the whole way until I break. You've got to know and have the confidence before you start. So whatever you're doing, whether you're doing your first 5K, first 10K, you're going for a half PB, have in your mind before you start how you see that day going. Obviously, it's not always going to work out, but own it. Like you just said, own it, yeah. and that will that confidence will breed results. I'm telling you now. You might not get it the first time, you might not get it the second time. You might need a lay down at 25 and a half miles, but you will get it, and it and it and it will come. But you've got to you've got to own it. You you've got it. You've got to know exactly what you're doing and and where you go. Not that it's pressure. Don't don't think of it as pressure. Think of it as, as a challenge and get your teeth into it. Would you agree, Ben? I, I know you're back, you're yeah. jumping at the bit to see jumping. No, I, no, I totally agree with you. I think it is not putting that pressure on yourself, but having that plan in your head. So I think I went into, I went into London with a bit of a plan. Like you know, for me, I've been really lucky, <clears throat> and he hasn't paid me to say this, but I've had Chris for for my first two marathons. So in terms of from from getting through the distance, I've had that now it is right what is my strategy yeah i'm slightly concerned that i'm that i'm running by myself but i've done the training i've got the time in mind just for me from a what my strategy is for the race and so as i said on race day if it doesn't go to plan it's a learning experience you know as long as you cross that finish line safely that is that is number one priority 
um, outside of that. Have any of you started looking at the weather? Yes. It's, it's going to be hot. It's, yeah. warm. it's going from one extreme to another. Yeah. It was like yeah. saying 26 and now it's saying 14. Yeah. So weird. Yeah, yeah it's it today. <laughs> hey, I've seen it. I've, I've seen it. Tobe's got a really good app that he's been tracking it on. I've seen it to you. <laughs> Oh. literally overnight from i think yeah. monday night to like wednesday originally it was supposed to be 28 degrees and then i looked and i was like oh i need to repack but sometimes you sometimes i'll never forget day before tokyo i was in the bedroom i've got that alexa thing i just said alexa what's what's the weather like in tokyo it came up with like it was like snowstorms and all this sort of stuff and i was like geez what are we gonna do about this we'll go out there it was absolutely lovely nothing wrong with it at all so as again that's something you can't change so just nah. about oh, it. worry about it Listen, also, we're going to have the kit that we've got because we're on the yes. other side of the world. Yeah. We wear what we've got. We wear what we know we're going to wear. We do what yeah. we know we've got to do. That's it. It doesn't make any difference. I'll just, yeah. A little tip as well. You said about um, uh, Ben referred to the other side of the world. We're five hours behind jet lagging that. What me and Louise had done last year was, which we found really helped was, we almost kept ourselves on English time. Yeah. So we, we were, you might say we were born. We was going to bed at half eight, nine o'clock. But that meant we was up at Chicago time at like half four, five in the morning, every single morning. Which obviously a race day, we, we all know we've got to be in our pens at half five, six in the morning. So, you know, it's pretty yeah. hardcore. So we'd say the English time. So when it actually marathon morning, we was ready for it. We was up and it just felt especially if you're flying in and flying out. Yeah. It's it's really important to say on English time. Yeah, that's my plan. That is that is genuinely my plan. And when I was in Detroit earlier this year, like with work, I did exactly the same. So I was up, you know, four or five in the morning, Detroit time and out for a run. So yeah, hoping yeah. That's the uh, that's the aim. Hayden, actually, for those going out to Chicago, one bit of advice maybe you can give. So the five k bobble hat run that most people are going out there. Let's be honest, we're all going to get a bobble hat. We're all going to um, get a bobble hat. Yeah, can't wait to wear my bobble hat. Um, there's no bag drop. No. What did people do last year? Because that's quite interesting, given that not everyone's local. Was it so, a big thing, or is it just fine? You just kind of get on with it. So what's even more interesting than that? This is the exact conversation I had with Louisa, my wife last night and we could not work out for the life of us what we've done i've got pictures of us actually at the race with just our t-shirt on and we've got pictures of, before we arrive we've got a hoodie on so john i haven't got a clue what we've done i know there's definitely no bag drop i just can't remember at all i remember there's a picture of john hillier who sent it to um chris and he was in a vest at like six o'clock in the morning it was like oh, minus two and he was standing there as soon as chris saw it he was like i love john he is hardcore he's a proper cowboy and he'd yeah. be having vest on at like half six in the morning i honestly if I, the honest answer is I cannot remember at all. And we'll give it to Chris. Let Chris be the bag drop. Oh I yeah. Can I? I can't. Are you He's running? running it, isn't he? Yeah. I can't confirm a deny. I mean, I'm embargo. Don't even know <laughs> what you're talking about. Bubble hat. I mean, you better take us out. It's been an hour. These right. people want to go home. <laughs> we've been here an hour. I can't believe we've got through that. I can't. Um, even, and I, can I just say, actually, a massive apology to everybody who like may be listening to this. Uh, I'll change the title when we put this out. I might just put. As the, as the title of the podcast, I might just write nonsense or Ben did a number two in the trees. I might <laughs> even call it that, actually, because it's just it's totally relevant to the subject that we put in the uh, thing. So apologies to everybody. For, so yeah. so to anyone that did tune in to listen to um, tips of winning the run, we will do it. running in the winter, we will talk about that uh, in a couple of weeks. So next week is a pre-record, um, which will go out on Friday night, usual time. So look out for that, which is going to be really interesting. Um. Thank you again to our sponsors at Sketchers. Please do head over to sketchers.co.uk. Um, and also, like we said at the beginning, start fitness to code 40 runs. Um, we will see you in a couple of weeks uh, when we're back from the other side of the pond. Um, good luck to everyone that's out racing or running this weekend. Please be safe. Please look after yourselves. Anyone that's out in, um, in Chicago or rural parks, actually, next weekend, um, have a great run. And we will see you all soon. Good night. Leading on the Greyhound to Chicago I've got all my bags packed up ready to leave Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.